All right, what is going on? Beers and Fears coming at ya. What the fuck is going on, Horror Nation? We are here today with another episode of Goosebumps. We're talking about A Night in Terror Tower. The second special. Supposedly one of your favorites, right? It is one of my favorites, actually. Honestly, growing up, like, when we first started talking about doing Goosebumps, this was... Like the first one that popped into my head, so I'm yeah. excited about it. Yeah, it's a really good one. Um, I really enjoyed uh, being able to do some research on this uh, this here episode of Goosebumps. It's pretty good. I am your host, Tucker Miller, and this is our fearless co-host, Mr. Rowdy Cartwright. Yep. Uh, yeah, it seems like Rowdy's going to be sticking, sticking around for a while. He's going to gonna play along with us but um today we got some drinks with us uh rowdy what, what was this one called that i'm drinking uh rip van winkle by the weston brewing company out of weston missouri yeah not too far from my own home i don't know where weston is but it's within uh, the state so fuck it it's i think it's an hour or two away uh it's not not bad not bad. Basically, tastes like almost any of your other. I would say, it's a lager, right? Yeah. I don't ever remember. Uh, it, yeah, it just tastes like most of your other lagers. It kind of tastes like a Foster's. Um, and then uh, Rowdy is drinking an option two vanilla stout. Um, it's by oh fucking I can't think of the damn brewer, but it's it doesn't matter. You don't need to worry about that don't because take it. uh. They shouldn't have called it a vanilla stout. It is a uh, olive stout. Tastes like shit. <coughs> it's eleven percent, and Rowdy's no, gonna. An, this one's nine point two. Oh yeah, nine nine percent, and uh, Rowdy's gonna put that back because uh, originally that was my beer, and I was like, I can't fucking drink this, and Rowdy's like, pussy. Um, yeah, mom didn't raise no bitch. I don't like shit that tastes like. It tastes like liquid. It like it's like the juice out of a can of olives. <coughs> No, it's uh, it's not, gross. Don't do it. <laughs> it's not good, but Rowdy doesn't I'm, give I'm, a fuck. So I'm going for it though. Um, so, so wait, you had it pulled up where Weston was? Oh yeah, it's just uh, a little bit north of KC. Oh, okay, a bit so, northwest. Yeah, it's yeah, literally it's, it's a little ways. Away. It's a. Uh, <laughs> it's right on the Kansas Missouri border. Yeah, just, it's literally straight north shot from Leavenworth, Kansas. Okay, so, so like. Like There's plenty of breweries that are closer to us. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, we have, what, three within yeah. an hour of us, so. But um, my second beer for the day is uh, called Elysian Bifrost. It's a winter ale. It says, uh, Bifrost is our lovely winter brew, a bold pale ale with citrus and earthy hop character balanced by a smooth malt backbone. Unfiltered, it may contain sediment. That shit, I wish I would have noticed that. I I do not like sediment beers because you always you always end up leaving like a fucking inch in the bottom of the can because or in the bottom of the bottle because you don't want to drink fucking dead yeast and shit like that. That's why I rack my own booze. Um, I don't like it. Rowdy, what's your second one? Uh, my second one is a uh, from Founders. It's called the Backwoods Bastard. It's a uh, Oak bourbon barrel aged. I think it's a lager. It might be a stout. 
Uh, all I know is that the son of a bitch is eleven percent, which I didn't know about. Do you need Do you need me to to read it, so that I can get a nice voice on it? Yeah, <laughs> use your uh, use your radio voice. Founders backwoods bastard. Expect lovely, warm smells of single malt scotch, oaky bourbon barrels, smoke, sweet caramel, and roasted malts. A bit of earthy spice and scintilla of dark fruit. It's a kickback sipper made to excite the palate. Bounders, backwood bastards. Please drink responsibly. Yeah, all I know is that... I bet you anything, this is going to be a spicy boy. Uh, with it being an eleven percenter, I can only assume it's either a stout or a porter. It might. I think it, I'm pretty sure it's a stout, but I don't know. Uh, the liquor store we go to, uh, I noticed when we went and picked up the beers that we got a couple days ago that uh, some of some <sighs> of his uh, beers were in the wrong spot. Yeah. So. I think it was with, like, the loggers. Yeah, I ended it, up picking... It was with the loggers, but I'm pretty sure it's a stout. Yeah, I ended up picking up a fucking IPA that was in the stouts, and I was I was like, <gasps> uh, IPAs taste like fucking citronella candles to me, and I don't like it. Yeah, if you like IPAs, there's something wrong with your taste buds. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, and no, they do not get better if you just keep drinking keep, them. Just keep drinking it, it grows on you, dude. I'm not a fan. But, you know, maybe we're uh, maybe we're douchebags for not liking IPAs. Nah. Fuck it. Man up, drink some scotch with me. Beer's <sighs> um, not what I would pick. Yeah, I but, don't think I'll get that one again. I'm definitely not getting this bullshit option two that oh, you decided man, to grab. Oh, man, that shit is fucking gross. <laughs> um, okay, so. Back to the episode. Goosebumps. Bum, bum, bum. At this, night at Terror Tower. This episode opens up with R.L. Signs talking about um, it, you know, just being one of his favorites, like he did in the last one. Like he does with every <laughs> one. And, um, uh, he tries to be a little funny. He's like, oh, can I get this mace and get it gift wrapped? Because the Terra Towers... <laughs> See, I, I missed that, the beginning, his intro. Yeah, it it was kind of goofy. Um, it's I, always goofy. I don't, I don't regret him being in it. It makes it... A little bit nicer because as a kid you grow up watching or reading, reading his reading his content and then to to finally be able to see the man whose content you had been um, just absorbing. Yeah, because I, when I started reading Goosebumps, I fucking read Goosebumps back to back to back yeah. to back. So yeah, I really I really went hard in the paint with the Choose Your Own Adventure Goosebumps. Because oh yeah, definitely. Because I would See? read it five or six times, and I, at first I would try to get the ending I want. Oh yeah, definitely. And then I would just you, randomly you pick. Yeah. And See, I it, fucked up when I was little because I went I went from goosebumps to reading the scary stories you don't tell in the dark. Mm-hmm. Fucking about killed me. So, <laughs> which apparently I don't know if it's still happening, but there was rumors that. That was, they were going to make a movie yeah. out of them. Which, uh, if that happens, it will definitely, definitely 
be on this podcast. Those, those books scared the shit out of me growing up. <laughs> like, worse than Goosebumps did. Cause yeah, they were creepy. Go- Goosebumps were illu- just creepy. The illustrations, too. The illustrators of those books. Like, and I always did what I, the book itself <laughs> says not to do, and I always read them at dark. Yeah. After night, which... <laughs> yeah. Not a good thing. So, uh, after it closes on R.L. Stein's scene... It opens up to a prisoner scene where like, there's a peasant. Mid- medieval, medieval time yep. uh, scene. And he's sitting in a cell. And a couple guards come in and like get him up. And he's like, come on, you're coming with us. And they start leading him upstairs. You're going up the tower. And then they proceed to tell him he's going to be tortured. And he's like, no, don't do it. I'm innocent. And then. Boom. Quick cut. Yep. Goes to modern time time London. And the only way you know that is because there's two kids and they're at a, um, a tourist booth and it's like the tower, the terror tower is in London, blah, blah, blah. And it's one of the the only places you have to go. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a clever way of getting some exposition as to where it is and what's going on there is, and it goes through a um, a recording that it's just like visit Terror Tower, blah blah blah, and um, it's it's kind of nice. It's not just somebody, just it doesn't feel like somebody just telling you. It's like you overhear it. Yeah, it, it's more. It's more of a backhand way of yeah, it, like okay, you're in London now. Yeah, and it's it's pretty. It, it's an organic feeling. Yeah, that, that, it, yeah, it doesn't feel like it was it. pushed onto you. And so it, um, you were soon introduced to our two American tourists, which are the main characters, Sue and Eddie, which are their their brother and sister. Yeah, brother and sister. Uh, backstory. Apparently, they're in London because their parents have some sort of business conference thing that they're attending. Uh-huh. And so, now the kids are out doing touristy, touristy shit, shit mm-hmm. by themselves. Again, back in the time when you can actually do that. When you're fucking younger than 15. Yeah, this is um, definitely the 90s. If you're not 18, your parents don't let you do anything nowadays. Pretty much. Uh, so, uh, let's see. So, they... Uh, uh, it, cut, it cuts to them, like, going to the tower, basically. Yeah, uh, they ride a, um, a double-decker tour bus, there, and it, it kind of explains that they've been going to see museums all day, but this is what they've been waiting for, is to go see Terror Tower. Yeah, and, uh, the, like, the guide, basically, uh, he's, like, talking about how they, like, tortured, like, talking about torture and stuff, which makes the little brother be, like, super fucking excited. It's like, fuck yeah. Yeah, and the the sister Sue is definitely not about it. Like, she's like, oh, um, she... Like, she's not scared, but she's like, wow, that's, uh, it's really dumb. But, um, when the brother gets scared, she literally says, yeah, they used to torture people in here, but now they just sell postcards. Yeah, and mind you, they're, like, standing outside the main walls of the tower. Uh, obviously it's 
supposed to, it's the London Tower is what mm-hmm. they're basically portraying here. Uh, which, if you don't know the story about the London Tower, that's definitely something you should look into. It's a really awesome story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so they're standing outside the main the main wall, and they're about to go in, and like the brother sees a like apparition at the top of the tower, mm-hmm. a yelling. I can't remember what he's he yelled, like. But... Run for your lives! Run away! Yeah. And uh, the the boy's like, oh my god, holy shit! Sister's like, what was that? And he goes, oh nothing. I thought I saw something. I thought I saw something. Nah, dude, you're going to a haunted ass place. You go. I saw a fucking ghost. He was dead and shit, and he was screaming to run away. But no, he didn't. He's just like, uh, nothing. I thought I saw something, but I didn't. And so uh, the guide um, leads him on. He's giving him little tidbits of information. You know, like, then it was built in the year 400 and little things like that. And then they start uh, to climb up the tower. Yep. And uh, once they reach the the apex of the tower, he stops and he goes, guards, shut the door. Yeah. And there's like, what, three? Two, there's, there's two, two, two in guards in him. him. And then um, all the guests are like, what? Because they shut mind the you, door. The, guard, the guards are dressed in medieval guard, like chain mail and, yeah. and a cotton like frock that has, you know... Their uh, signet on it and all that stuff. So they shut the door and he's like, "Well, now we're gonna, we're you guys are gonna be taken to North Tower, where you will be imprisoned and, and tortured until you tell us why you really have come here." And everyone starts to freak out and they're like, "Tortured? We're gonna be tortured?" And he's like, "Ha! It's a joke. Us Brits have to ha- get some laughs sometimes." Yeah, and uh, in in America, that's how you get shot. But uh, as Rowdy stated when we were watching this, since it's Britain, no one has guns. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, so the you know they laughed about that, and before they leave that room, he's basically telling them like, stick close because there's hundreds of passages. And like chambers, mm-hmm. and it's very easy to get lost. Yeah, and at this point, Eddie begins to decide that he he's having bad feelings about the place, and like he he begins to get very worried, and his sister's more or less like, well, calm the fuck down. Dude. Yeah, like she's like, chill up, out, dude. Grow up, yeah. kid. Uh, so they start like moving through the. Uh, they start moving through the museum of the, like, in the tower. And there's a, like, the tour guide, he's, like, hurrying them along, making sure they're staying together. And they enter this room, like, another room, and it's full of, like, old torture devices and, like, wax figures, like, portraying what it would look like, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and he starts explaining the rack, which... If you know anything about torture methods, the rack is something that it would honestly probably feel amazing on my back until I got too far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all I could think of the whole time. Was I was like, like, man, I wish I could do that right now because my back would pop. 
in a yeah. heartbeat. Yeah, for those who for those of you who don't know and haven't seen this, um, the rack is a device. Basically, two two. It's a bed. Uh, basically. Yeah. And at the one end, there's like a cylinder that revolves, and on the other hand, there's a cylinder that revolves. And so they tie your hands to one end of it and tie your legs to the other and start turning it, the cylinder, and it literally stretches you until you can't stretch no more. And then, and then, some, and then they stretch you some more. <laughs> yeah. Li- they would literally do it until bones would be popping out of socket and, like, skin would be tearing. Like, really fucked up way to go. Yeah, because they also did it extremely slowly. But the whole time, all I could think of was like, "I need that, that on my would, bed. That would do a number." Like it, on it'd, my it'd be like an back. inversion table, but I can't fucking stay on those. Yeah, I'll pass out. Oh yeah, but um, so um, he's like, "Okay, guys, move along." Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> before before he moves along, there he's talking about them getting stretched out and everything. And mind you, this is a like, pris- uh, it's a prison basically. Yeah, and he's like. And fucking says this lame joke about now that's <laughs> now that's what I call a long stretch in prison. Yeah, I actually, like, thought, I, 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 it, I mean it's stupid, but it I made it, it made was, me chuckle. I thought it was it, pretty it punny. Made, it made me chuckle, but I'm like seriously, of course that'd be the <laughs> fucking joke. So uh, everyone moves on, but Sue and Eddie, because Sue's like, hey, I want you to take a picture by this wax executioner figure. What that mind you is like mid-swing with an axe. Yeah, uh, and he uh, he looks like the executioner from Shrek. He's dressed exactly the same. He, I mean, he's, he's, <laughs> he's dressed in that stereotypical executioner, like executioner, black mask. Black mask, black robes. Like, black, you, like, freaking black gloves that have, like, really long gauntlets on them. Yeah, if he was dressed in white, you'd think he was a KKK member. Pretty much. And, uh, so, yeah, he's got this huge fuck-off axe, um, over his head, kind of mid-swing, and she's like, take a picture, and he, like, does this goofy, like, I'm dead pose, and, but she, um... Is having trouble with the camera, right? Yeah. And she, uh, ends up not being able to take a picture of him, because he's like, he's like, whatever, you're taking too long, hops up, and she pans the camera past the executioner, who turns towards her... And is like, oh, I'm going to fucking smash you with this axe. And she's like, oh, my God, drops the camera. And he, like, like goes he, back. No, she, Right? No. Uh, she didn't drop the camera. Like, she stumbled and fell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And as she fell, like, it shows, like, him, like, swinging and missing her. Mm-hmm. And the axe, like, bouncing off the floor. And, uh, like, at that time... uh like the tour guy like comes back into the room. Mm-hmm. It was like and was like I told you not to touch anything blah 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 blah. Uh and it like pans across and shows the uh wax figure and he's back like, in its original yeah. position but without the axe. And so they like the tour guide picks up the axe and uh puts it back and then they move on. Uh The, and then, so they kind of back with the group, and the uh, Eddie, the brother, he like turns to his sister and he's like, "I don't, I don't like this place. Like, 
it, I think this place does things to your mind. Yeah, it talks about she, it causing talking, hallucinations. Because she, she, uh, Sue keeps talking about, it was like, no, it moved. I swear it moved. So Eddie was like, no, I think this place just does things to your mind. And, you know, I think we've just seen some really weird things. Type. Yeah, and this is where you get really deeply introduced to the fact that there's really bad acting. Because, like, there's this, like, older fat guy as they're, like, walking up the stairs and everyone stopped. But Eddie's talking to his sister so he doesn't notice that they stopped. And he bumps into this like, guy. Run, runs straight into the guy's ass. And he looks like he's having, like, a fucking anxiety attack. Or he's, like, literally having a heart attack. Because he's having, he's fat, so he's having trouble getting up the stairs. But he's like, <laughs> and he's, like, Damn doubled over holding his chest. Yeah, and then he's like, these damn kids. And they go up, they finish going up the stairs, and he's still like, <sighs> and I was just like, um, I was like, that dude doesn't look like he's acting. I think he might be dying. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> like, when they, when it goes to him entering the room, it looks like the actor is having a, like, he's having a it's heart attack from, from climbing the stairs. And I was like, oh, wait. He's not acting. He's dying. Bottle opener, please. Bottle opener? Yeah. He's ready for round two. Here it is. Money shot. Oh, yes. Oh, it did. It did indeed. Bukaki'd me with that fucking beer. <laughs> Jesus, all over my notes and everything. All right. Okay, so... <laughs> They get up the stairs, they go through this door, and there's another wax figure, like, standing at, like, right right on the inside of the door, like, mm-hmm. kind of, like, guarding the door, like, standing to one side, and uh, Sue walks through the door, Eddie comes in behind her, and, like, screws with this, supposed, like, this wax mannequin. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh, come on, they're just wax, and, like, takes his hat off and uh, moves it a little bit, which, if you pay attention, you can tell that it's definitely not a fucking wax figure. Yeah, most of these wax figures are not wax figures, they're people, (laughs) just standing very very still. still. (laughs) But this one, you can definitely tell, because when he takes the hat off and, like, moves it, it, like the guy who's portraying a wax figure fucking moves like yeah. you can see his like head move but you know he moves like fucks with the hat and then goes on about their business yeah like shows them leaving the room and then cuts back to said guy and, and he like then he like he steps forward and like removes his hat and fi- like fixes his hat. Yep, and de- it shows shows that he he wasn't a wax figure. And um, this is where you're introduced to the lore of tor- terror. God damn it, terror tower. I keep wanting to say tor like tower of terror because of like MGM because that's studios. yeah. But um, so they're introduced to the lore about a prince and princess who were sent to the tower. Because they they entered the top room of the tower, which is where Mm -hmm. the most important, most influential political prisoners were kept. Yeah. 
And uh, this prince and princess were sent to the tower because their 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 uncle had killed their parents and was trying to seize the throne. Seize the throne and then uh, like ordered them to be sent to the tower and put to death so that they could not take the throne back. Yeah. And so um, they. They really focus on this so you understand that it's clearly going to be a bit of the story. And so um, they're showing the cell that they were held in and stuff. And before before the tour guide finishes the story, it, it just like trails off and it shows Eddie kind of like walking into the cell where they were kept, mm-hmm. f- like fixated on something. And then it cuts to... Uh, like somebody engraving something on the well, something mm-hmm. engraved on the wall, and it says "Long Live Freedom." And about that time, Eddie's sister like walks in behind him, and Eddie sees—I don't know if his sister saw. I know Eddie saw, like a ghost hand, like carving. Yeah, in, he, into the wall. He's like, "Oh shit, another spoop!" And then they freak, like freak out, and then there's like wind and lightning and thunder and all this shit and another face pops up and he's like danger children danger run for your lives and they're like uh did you see that (laughs) yeah and then like everything calms down uh so they're like oh let's hurry up and catch back up to the group Mm -hmm. so they walk back into that main like the main part of the top of the tower and they can't find them yeah, they kind the, of start freaking out. The 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 crowd has like disappeared. Very much so disappeared. Like no one is there. Period. And that's when they run back into the person that they thought was a wax figure. Yeah. And he goes, he goes. Don't try to escape. You will come with me. Mm-hmm. And he keeps repeating that. Yeah, kind of over and over and over and over. And like, you will it gets come kind of me. annoying. You will come with me. You will come with me. And you will come with me. <laughs> you will come with me. Yeah. And so, so he, um, he, he pulls a stone out of his pocket and he starts rubbing it over his hand and he, he begins chanting some chant in what's some, literally gibberish. And, um, yeah. and the kid's fucking They're bolt. Like, oh, <laughs> the door's open. Let's bolt under him. Yep. So they do. And they start fucking running, running down the stairs, <coughs> get to the bottom of the stairs and try to, they're like, Ooh, a door. Let's go through the door. Mm-hmm. And boom, the door's locked. Which Very much this, so. this part is freaking. you made a comment about it in the movie or while we were watching it. And so it, they're fucking they're like screwing, like trying to get through this door and it like keeps cutting back and forth between them and then the man, this man. The man in the black hat. Black hat, black. That's what that's what black. I have him in my notes as man in the black hat. <laughs> uh have him coming down the stairs like after the kids. Uh it, it's one of those scenes where it's definitely like the door's locked until it's time to like get it through. Get like to where shit's about to hit the fan, then you get through the door. You it's know, like it's like that typical <laughs> horror movie bullshit. You can't get through the door until it's the last second. And of course, the last second comes and the door just opens. Yeah, they get through it. <laughs> and it immediately cuts to like 
close shot of them like closing it and locking mm-hmm. it and it's a fucking deadbolt like a lock. big old fat steel like, deadbolt that's like, like inch thick yep. deadbolt like <laughs> no way in hell would they have been able to freaking shove Bash it open. through that yeah uh and they're like oh we gotta hide we gotta hide they get in they get into that room and it's the king's dungeon mhm and so there's like more wax figures strewn about. Uh, and these ones legit are wax figures. Like one of the arms falls onto the floor and they're like, oh, it's fake. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then about that time, the man the in the black man hat, in the hat comes bursting through the door. Straight through this huge fucking inch thick steel bolt just fucking bashes like, the do- door open. Doesn't no break the deal. door. Doesn't break the door. The yeah, door just, would have just broke kicks it easier open. than the freaking deadbolt. Yeah, just kicks it open. He's just like, fuck this door. And, uh... And chase, basically, chase mode activates. <laughs> well, the kids are like, why are you chasing us? And the guy goes, you know why. And he's like, you will come with me. And I won't hurt you. It's like, but if you don't come with me, then I will have no choice. And the guy grabs Eddie. And Eddie, like, starts to fight him and, like, kicks mm-hmm. his way out. And then they freaking, like, book it. And they find a tunnel and start running through the fucking tunnel. Which this is... this it's like is, typical fucking Hollywood chase scene. This, this is the point that really cracks me up because um, Sue is running and she drops her camera. And she's like, oh, no, the camera. And and goes to go get it. But when the man in the black hat pops around the corner, he's still at the end of this, like, long-ass corridor. Like, at least, least, like, 200 feet. Like, far away. She is already in the process of, like, reaching down to pick up the camera. It's, like, two feet away from her. She sees the dude. Like, stumbles backwards and then fucking just runs. She just decides, fuck it, I don't need this camera. And just runs. When it was within reach. Like, she just had to, like, close her hand around it and it was hers. No, she's like, fuck it, he's way too close for that. Even though, like, he can probably barely even see me. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, ooh, we see light, we see light. Yep. So they go towards the light, find out, oh, hey, there's a ladder. They climb the ladder, it goes up to another ledge. But while Eddie is climbing up the ladder, the guy catches Boom. up with him and snatches that snatches foot. his fucking ankle. Another fucking typical horror movie trope. Yep. And he's like, you wouldn't come with and, me. You know, there's over a, and over. a minute or two struggle. And finally... Uh, for some reason, these bats just oh, show yeah, up. Oh, yeah, the bats, like, <laughs> yeah, bats freaking freak out. Just out of nowhere, bats show up and start attacking this man in the black hat. And, um, yeah, just, like, swarm around him, and the boy gets away. Uh, Eddie gets away. He finally gets his foot free. And, And like... the guy just, like, disappeared. Yeah, he disappears into the blackness. Just, like, it's so weird. With how much... uh, Because they they find out that the ladder's going up to a fucking manhole. Yep. In the middle of the fucking room. And, uh, so Sue, like, lifts it up. As Eddie is going, I sure hope the bus hasn't left us yet. Or left us. Yeah, and that's and she, when like, she looks her out, head out. And the bus and is And the there. bus is about to fucking <laughs> run over her head. 
And she's like, oh, shuts it. She's like, don't count on the bus. Because uh, it's gone. So, bus gets over. They climb out. It shows them, like, closing the uh, manhole cover. But it, like, pans over and there's another set of foot. Like, another a- another set of foots there. Another set of foots there. <laughs> so, you know, typical thinking you would think, oh, no, it's the man in the hat. Uh, but t- no. Turns out it's a guard for old, the terror like, tower. It's old, old. This motherfucker's geriatric as fuck. <laughs> he is old. And he's like, what oh, are you doing in the, the sewers? <laughs> yeah. This guy's chasing us. This guy's chasing us. And, and he's like, I'm like, the only guard here after closing hours. There's no one in there. And they're like, nah, for real. This dude was like chasing us, and he's like, you fucking liars. <laughs> I'm gonna call the I'm I'm gonna call the police. I'm gonna call the bobbies. Yeah, and and they're like, oh no, he's calling the cops, and a taxi shows up. So they hail the taxi. Yep, and uh, taxi dude's like, where to? They're like the Balmoral Hotel, and he takes them. And cuts through this like really cinematicy fucking like picture of like the big ben clock tower yep which big ben is the bell not the clock by the way yeah just a random bit of information for you. <laughs> uh, and uh the london bridge the queen's bridge uh um finally they to get the hotel yeah they, they get to the hotel and the cabbie's like all right that'll be 12 pounds and 16 pence or something like yeah, that yeah whatever i don't know i don't understand your and currency and uh she's like um i don't really here, understand here, your money but here's, here's these, these coins. coins mind you these coins look literally like black they, discs of dirt yeah <laughs> they because, look I mean, like it's, it's dark it's dark so you can't <laughs> see anything really yeah and you just he, see the kind of the outline of him and he's like what is this a joke yeah the cabbie's like that's some fake ass money like we <laughs> we only take british pounds and uh she's like well my dad gave me this money he so messed up um i'll go get my dad and he'll pay you and he's like you have five minutes five minutes or i'm coming in to get you and uh, I don't think you want a geriatric fuck like that dude to go get him. Like he definite he was alcoholic. Too. Yeah, definite alcoholic. Like you know, looks those, like he beats his the cat. Old, the old school like <laughs> depictions of like hobos. You know. Yeah, he kind of looked like that. Definitely, but not in like raggedy ass clothing. Yeah, he was in a little bit nicer clothing than. Yeah. Looks like he gets mad and smacks smacks his pet fish. Yeah, like if 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 not, I'm coming after. If you can't get them in five minutes, I'm coming after you. So they go in, and um, Sue realizes that she does not have the room key. She's like, "Eddie, did you take the key?" He's like, "Nah, you had it, bitch." And she's like, "I can't remember getting it. Like, I don't remember if I had it or not. And I, then, I, I must have left it in the room." So they go talk to the concierge. Yeah, that's the name of it. I couldn't think of it. It's just like the fucking clerk. Fucking yeah, dude. so they go to the dude, concierge. Oh, fucking asshat. Yeah. He's such a prick. Um, And they're like, hey, um, do you know where the conference is that my parents are at? And like, he's like. conference in the hotel. Yeah, he's like, nope, there isn't one here today. Your parents were wrong. And she's maybe like, it was, maybe it's in another hotel. Yeah, it's and like, well, can get, you at least give us uh, our room key? 
Yeah, and he's like, uh, what room? And she's like... 1412. Yeah. Whatever the fuck it is. And he's like, that room's vacant, vacant. today. And she's like, what? what? And he's no, like, it's not. It's our room. He's like, the room is vacant. He's like, well, what's your last name? And then they're like... Like, you, you can see, like, a sh- moment of sheer terror in her face, which... If you can remember your last name, I doubt that's the face you'd be making. Yeah, you'd just be, like, really yeah. fucking confused. Yeah, like, but, it, oh, like, you, you could tell, like, it, it was, like, a fucking terrified look. And... She goes, she goes I can't remember my last Eddie, name. What, what's our last name? Yeah. And, like, they realize I can't... Like, neither of them can remember their last name. And then she's like, Eddie, something's wrong with us. Dun, dun, dun. To be continued. That's the end of, end part, of part one. one of this two-part special. Yep. And then uh, part two opens up with the Goosebumps credits and then goes straight into an earlier on Goosebumps recap, which shows you all the important goodies. And then straight back into the with the hotel the, concierge. Yeah, the fucking dickhead. And then there's a cranky fucking old cranky lady. old bitch with like fucking shoves her head in and she's like, is there any way we can get booked into or checked into our rooms like some way else or yeah. with somebody else she's like can we get into our room sometime today and he's like oh but of course mom and so the kids the cabbie oh the cabbie the they, fucking the cabbie the kids turn around and the cabbie's like in there like talking to the bellboy and uh they're like shit quick Let's go hide in the restaurant. Yep. So they walk into the restaurant, and this fucking rude-ass server walks the, up to The matra d. Yeah. And he's like, uh, gentlemen must... Must have a jacket. Ha- must have a jacket. And I, they're <laughs> talking about, like, a suit jacket. Formal jacket. Yep. And, uh, yeah, not these raggedy-ass fucking clothes. Yeah, she goes, but my brother doesn't have a jacket. And he's like... Of course Pop, not. Like, posh as fuck. Yeah. Mm, of course not. Like, turn up your nose, bullshit. He's and, like, and he, a like, jacket for the boy. Yeah. <laughs> and so they bring him this obnoxiously huge jacket because that it's a goes grown down man's to fucking, jacket. goes down to his ankles, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so they, kids were like, can we have a seat in the back? And the guy's like, I wouldn't picture sitting you anywhere else. Yeah, what a like, fucking What a dick. fucking cunt. And uh, so they go sit down and they're trying to figure out why they can't fucking, uh, like, remember anything. And they begin having visions of, like, these dark age peasants. Like, they look at this woman who's eating, like, a um, like a little finger cake. And, um, was it, it finger cake? I thought it was just, like, a little bag, like, a baguette fucking, like, piece of I don't know. It was something. something. And... I don't know. Something and like she this. morphs into this peasant, like, chewing on a turkey leg. Uh, yeah. And yeah. she's, like, just gnawing the shit out of it. And then she changes back. And they're like, there's something wrong with us. And they see the cabbie again. Walking He's towards talking the Talking to yeah. the maitre d' about where those fucking kids are that didn't pay. Yeah, so they're like, ooh, if we go this way, we can hide. And so they, like, start trying to sneak one way. Mm-hmm. And they get spotted. 
In the kitchen. No, no, no. no. Oh, no, wait. They get spotted. They get spotted while they're still, like, out in the restaurant. He's like, stop those fucking kids. So they take off running (laughs) and, like, smash this fucking posh lady's into, like, her food. Yeah. And, like, fucking book it. And this posh lady starts, like, freaking out like it's the end of the fucking world because she got a little fucking whipped cream on her nose. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, I've had worse shit in my mouth. And, and it's funny because they run in into the hotel's kitchen. And Eddie's like... Oh, this what? must be the kitchen. Yeah. Well, his sister... It was actually his sister. Yeah, she's like, what kind of place is this? And it clearly looks like a kitchen. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> well, it must be the restaurant's kitchen. And you're just like, how, how fucking retarded could you be? Uh, so and this guy kicks in the door, and he's, like, running, and they, they both duck down. They're like, quick, hide it. He's looking for us. And he looks in their direction and then takes off like, running. Yeah, fucks off in the other direction. And she stands up, and she's like, he gave up. Let's go. And you're like, well, no, he didn't give up. He's looking somewhere else. I'm like, I, But, like, he literally looked in their direction for, like, two seconds, and then, like, wasn't even gone, like, if she, if you would have stood up and stood said up that immediately, if you would have stood up and said that, and when she did, that guy would have turned right back around and yeah. been like, "Are you fucking? Are, how stupid are you?" He would have just popped his head back around the corner and been like, "Somebody say something." <laughs> say what, bitch? <laughs> yeah, because like immediately after he pops around like, the corner, she's no like, time. "He gave up. Let's go." Like no time elapsed. Stupid bitch. Uh, and then boom, guess who's back? The man in the black hat. And of course, he's like, "You're coming with me." Yeah. And uh, and Eddie's like, "Nah," and he's like, "Um." He like, he snatches the jacket off of him, searches the pockets, and the black man in the black hat's like, "Come on now, give it back." And, and like uh, they they do this whole back and forth. I didn't take anything. Give it back. I didn't take yeah. anything. Give it back. Blah 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 for for like a minute or two. Yeah, but then Eddie and then Eddie's, Eddie's like, like fine, fine. If I give it back, will you not hurt us? Yep. And Sue's like, what, what, are ta- what, what are you talking? What are you talking about? What, what? Give what back? And then yeah, he gives the the stone that the man was chanting with, uh, back to him. And she's like, oh, you fucking little pickpocket. He's like, when did you take that? Cut back to part one of the special where the guy grabs him in the king's dungeon. Yep. Eddie had snatched it from him. And, uh, so... Which, you you do not see this whatsoever. There's no way of knowing yeah. that he did this. Like, it was. it's just kind of, like, plot device. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was... They 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 gave they gave no inference to this whatsoever. It was just boom, all of a sudden you know that he took something. Um, this is uh, definitely definitely catches you from the side. Like you're like, oh, um, that's new. And they, so he gives it back, and uh, the guy starts chanting real quick, and then like. Split second later, they like, all drop out of the air in, in and onto a dirty floor, basically, <laughs> and come like find out. Oh, they're back in medieval time. Yep, they they see a lot of people eating like really eat, a lot of food. a lot of like peasants that live like within the city walls, but not within the main wall. 
yeah type city which you pointed out <laughs> this is when the movie laugh. this is this, when the movie becomes extremely confusing because you're like what fucking time is this because like the, 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 the peasants, movie itself doesn't get confusing the peasants just, look like they're like from us. the 1400s but then all the like brick and mortar buildings are just that brick and mortar buildings that, that look like they were there. from the 1800s yeah, that like red brick have been, definitely yeah red brick white mortar very nice smooth marble cut stones like you're just like oh, okay so this is like the United States in, like, in 1904. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like pretty it's much. It's fucked like, up. Like, it, they're supposed to be back in medieval times. Yeah, but they're not. But... Absolutely not. The buildings were not. Nothing's made of cobblestone or anything yeah. like that. It's all like, red, there, there's like wood. There's, like, wood huts right next to literally, like... like brick. Fire brick fucking yeah. <laughs> houses. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Which, you know, they might... Have had like a brick like thing there, but it wouldn't have been our typical red, you know, brick. That last sip was a little sour. <laughs> oh, onto the Elysian Bifrost. Have fun with your unfiltered beer. It's okay, I'm gonna pour it. I don't really mind, slowly. I don't mind unfil- unfiltered uh, wheat beers, but anything else, I don't. I, I like unfiltered wheat beer. Very translucent amber. As long as I don't get any of the sediment. With how slow you're pouring it, you're good. You're good. Keep going. Turn it towards me this way. Kind of. And that's sediment. (laughs) I got it mostly done. It's pretty hazy amber color. (laughs) <laughs> oh oh guys you just missed uh, the just, best thing in the fucking world i just got <laughs> head up the nose best thing just happened oh fuck oh t- tucker's dumbass was sitting there sniffing this beer trying to get a good like good whip of it and stuck his nose into it and fucking like I got actually head, into the head head straight up the snip, right nostril snip. I'm sure you might have actually heard it. Oh god, that uh, was fucking fuck. awful. It smells good, but fuck. <laughs> how how does it feel ingesting it through the nose though? Um, it's cold, smooth. Does it burn? In its foam state? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, okay so where were we at? <laughs> Back to Goosebumps. Oh, yeah, the fucked up timeline. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, fucking, there's no way they had... Well, yeah, it was the fifth... Hold on. Yeah, I know. It was the 15th century, I thought, is what they said. Yeah, I didn't I didn't write uh, that down. I, I, I jotted it somewhere. Let's see. Yeah, fifth the fifth early fifteenth century. So literally the early sixteen hundreds, which is I don't not know, where the I don't brick and mortar came they from. And they had brick and mortar in like London and yeah, shit like in the seventeen hundreds. I know that. So like the late late seventeen hundreds. I don't know. 
I don't know. know Back when there was like kings and castles and shit, this was not. (laughs) Yeah, it was not like red fire brick and shit like that. So, uh, it it's very off putting. You see it and you're like, that's not right. Uh, So they went back in time, mind you. Sue is by herself at this point. Yeah, you cannot find her brother anywhere. Uh, And like all these people are like looking at her and like kind of freaking out. Was she? She is in her standard '90s streetwear. Yeah, yeah. She is not in fucking potato sack cloth. Yeah. So, like everyone else is. So, uh, they all freak out. They all start kind of surrounding her, and they're like, "Yeah, talking about how like she has evil in her and all this shit." And And then like like, this like dissipate, and then like she goes to talk to this lady, and she's like, "This lady is like rushing kids into the, into this little hut," and she's like, "Or Sue goes, I'm looking for my brother," and she's like, basically freaks out and like ignores her and like runs into the house, and then she comes to this other old lady. Like, squinty-eyed, smiley. <laughs> and she's like... Says something. I can't remember what Sue... Or, yeah, what Sue said to her. But the old lady's like... Sue it, told it, her she was it, looking for her brother. And, and she she's said, like, it's, it's too, too late. late. Yeah, it's too late, it's too for, late for her brother. It's, it's too late for the boy. And she's like, I smell evil all around you. She's and like, you'll be next. Like, Your time is coming. Yeah. And that's when, like, everyone literally, like, locks eyes on Sue and begins, like, like closing in on her. And, and then cue the man in the main, black hat. Main gate of the city. Yep. Of the, of the main city. Like, the king's city. Yeah. Opens. opens up. Man in the black hat on a big black horse rolls in. And he's it's like, like, it's time, time to go. To go. <laughs> Don't worry about Eddie. Yep. And... She's like, you can't delay your fate. So she bolts, bolts. Guy chases after her. She like runs into this other old lady, and she's like, "Help! You gotta help me!" She's like, "No, get away from us!" Like, blah 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 blah. Then she's like, "She books it into their house." Here's these dirty black coins, (laughs) and and yeah. So she's like, "No, you gotta go. You gotta go." She's like, why? Why won't you help me? And that's when, she, that's when you find out who the guy in the black hat is, because the lady goes, no, uh, uh, not no. yet, not yet. She hands her the the those dirty ass coins, which is gold, and you find out that they're um they're gold. Um, what did you call them? Oh fuck, I can't. I don't know. They were basically just they they were they were gold coins from the from the. Yeah, the early 1600s. She's like, I've never seen these in person. She's I, like, I, I, I haven't seen these since I was a little girl. Yeah, and she's like, you can keep those if you hide me. And so she's like, quick, get in this big-ass basket. I'll hide you. And that's when the man in the black hat pops up. And he's and like, I'm looking for the girl. She's like, she's in the fucking basket, bro. Immediately. No hesitation, <laughs> no nothing. Just boom. She's in the basket. She's like, I got her over here. And uh, she pulls her out, and she's like, you lied to me. And that's when you realize who the man in the black hat is. He's the High Lord Executioner. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. And he goes, guards, grab her. Because earlier in the the movie, back at part one, when he's explaining the story, 
it was the High Lord Executioner's guards who went to kill to kill the kids, the the, the prince and princess. princess. Yeah, and so you're like, oh shit, that's the big that's the big bad dude, and uh, so they snatch her up and they take her back to the tower, and um, you know it hard cuts to uh, them in the cell, them throwing her into the cell, which. Yep. She gets thrown, like, right next to her brother, Eddie. Yep. And so, you know, they're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then, like, this other prisoner pops in, which is the same prisoner that in the first part of it is, like, the ghost. Yeah, the ghost that Eddie saw. And, uh... And, uh, he turns out to be... He's like, oh, my God, I haven't seen you guys in forever. (laughs) Blah, 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 blah. And they're like, who the fuck are you? And he goes... You don't remember me? And he's like, I'm Mordred, the, the king's, king's sorcerer. sorcerer. And he's like, <sighs> they're like, we're not. He's like, he's like Edward and Susanna. And he's like, we're not Eddie and, or Edward and Susanna. I'm we're Eddie, and, Eddie Sue. and Sue. And he's so, like, no, you are the prince and the princess, Edward and Susanna. Blah, blah, blah. I put you under a spell. And he sent them to the future with new memories so that maybe they could live a full life without having to worry about the executioner coming for their heads. Yeah, basically. He tells them, like, no, your uncle uncle took the throne and sentenced you to die. So you killed your real parents. Blah, 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 blah. And then, boom. They're like, oh, now we remember. And it, like, zooms in on their faces real quick. And then zooms back out, and they're in, like, really regal attire. Yeah, they, they immediately have, like, royal guard snapped back to their royal selves. They are Edward and Susanna with their shitty accents, like, Remember oh, everything? I remember now. I'm Edward, and you're Susanna. And we have really shitty accents. And, yeah, so, <laughs> uh, Mordred's, like... Oh, the spell has finally worn off. It's worn off. He's like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I couldn't protect you guys and blah, blah, blah. Like, what was me? And Edward's like, oh, just because, just, uh, it's like, don't, it's okay. Cause no matter what happens to us, the, freedom will live on. Yeah. Freedom will live on because and it like points back to etched. the freedom into the stone yeah and it points back and like zooms back over to it and so they're blah 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 like guards show down up to yeah guards show up they're get marched down to the king's dungeon they're gonna be killed and so they're like oh well we have to face the axe with dignity and all this shit yeah, which, I'm sorry, if I was a kid I'd be like, fuck, I'm gonna die <laughs> so they're sitting there and I haven't even learned how to jerk off yet. Like, they get condemned to die. Like, you know, got read the death warrant, basically. Yep. And Mordred's like, wait. And, uh. You, sorry. You, um, you quickly find out that the stones that the executioner have, they belonged to Mordred. And those were the stones that he used to send them back to the to yeah, send them yeah, to the that, future. That story gets told, and then 
right before they like get called up to die, Morga's like, I have an idea. And he like runs over to the executioner and it's like, do what you will with me, but let them go. Let me send them back to the future and you will never have to deal with them again. Yeah. And the executioner is he's like, like no. Nah. <laughs> he's like, why? So they can get bigger and stronger and come back and seek their revenge. And uh, it's like, not a chance. Yeah, he's like, so, seize him. And yeah. they take him and then. They like grab him. And then. And like, then he calls for the the kids' heads. Ba- yeah, basically. And boom. Uh, Sue, Sue's like, come on, Edward. We must face the axe with dignity. Have dignity in death. And like he walks very regally towards the, the executioner. And then out of nowhere, he's like, please don't kill me. I don't want to die. And like grabs I'm a, the grab, little boy. Yeah, like gra- and grabs a hold of the executioner. <laughs> he's like th- begging th- this for is, his life. Th- this is when you realize, oh shit, I know exactly what he's doing. Cause, yeah, because he's know, a shit for, face. For, 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 er, foreshadowing from earlier. Yeah. The little fucking kid's a goddamn pickpocket. Yeah. And so, uh... He's like, please don't kill me. And then he's like, now, Morgrid. And he throws the, the, the little white stones to him. And Morgrid's like, and boom, they're in the future again. And um, that's that's uh, it's pretty good stuff. Like, uh, you know, they, shit, shitty special effects and all. Yeah. Sends them then, to the future. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so... Uh, they 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 when they go back to the future they're like passed out on yeah the they're table. passed out no they're passed out on the like, floor in the king's dungeon yeah and uh, one of the tower guards like comes in and he's like there you are you hurry up come back with me if not like if anybody finds out I'm gonna be in big trouble yeah it turns out he was just a uh, a guard, like he's dressed like a medieval guard, but he's just like a. But turns out he's like, the, he's just a security guard. Yeah, for the for for the tourist attraction, and he's like, he's like they'll fire me if if there's <laughs> anyone left behind. Yeah, and and about that time, the tour guide that's been with them all day like runs in. He's like, "There you guys are. Blah, We've blah, been blah. looking for you everywhere." If I couldn't find you, they surely would have had my head. Which is a little joke, because they were about to get their heads cut off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and about that time... Someone's like... The shadows... Sorry. He's like, sorry, it won't happen again. And it's Morgrid. And they're like, oh my god, Morgrid. And he's like, yeah, I'm these kids' guardian. Mm-hmm. And, it, oh, promise it won't happen again. And then the guard was like, yeah, well, nobody wants to spend the night in the tower. Yeah, and, and Morgrid kind of looks at the kids. He's and like, the kids yeah, look that at him sucked. And like, <laughs> like, yeah, we definitely don't want to spend a night in the tower, mm-hmm. like they had just done. And uh, yep, and they go to they start like leaving, and they turn to the tour guide, and he's like, "You never finished your story about the prince and the princess." And uh, he goes, the tour guide turns to him, and it's uh, like. It's like no one no really one knows. knows what yeah. really happened to them. They went to the tower and the kids were gone. Yep, they so disappeared nobody, in the night. So nobody knows. 
And so, and then they, like, load onto this bus, and then it cuts to Morgan, like, reaching into his pocket and pulling out these, you know, these white magic stones that there's supposed to be three of, and there's only two. And in cues, the high king's executioner, or the lord's high executioner, what was his name? Lord high executioner. Yeah, the... The, the, the High, high Lord. Lord Executioner. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ. Okay, so he steps in. He's holding a stone in his hand. And that's how it ends. Cut to the <sighs> typical Goosebumps ending. R.L. Stein. Yep. <laughs> carrying a really shitty like mace. drop mace. Yeah. That's gift wrapped. Yeah, with a nice it, little it's, bow. It's got like this red bow on it. Because in the beginning, he asked for it to be gift-wrapped. But now he seems to not be able to find his way out of the Terror Tower. He talks about being locked in there. And he's like, help! Let me out! Somebody help me! And that's the end of the the special. That is all there is. Roll credit. Now, Rowdy. Yes, sir. I understand that you have a slight bias... To a night in terror tower, but what did you think of it? Honestly, like yeah, like you said, I I do have a slight bias for it because that's one of that I, you know, have held close to me since I was little. It's like one of the ones I still remember watching from when I was younger. So, I I think it was it's one of the better Goosebumps like shows or specials just because it keeps you like entertained and keeps you in the movie mm-hmm. even now yeah it it definitely has that 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 it's a that, that ability well it has that ability to to transfer from book to the screen relatively easily without having to muddy up the water and stuff and ha- you know having to try and figure out how things go because there's not really a large need for special effects. There's not a lot of imagination at play with this one when when you're when you're envisioning yeah, what's going it, on. It's pretty much a copy paste. Yeah, you don't you don't have this this um falsehood that gets created. Well, um when when you have this imagination that's going on as you read this book, you don't have to compare that to what is on the screen. It's pretty straightforward. Um, unlike Haunted Mask, that you know they start talking about this mask and stuff, and you think this extremely grotesque, you know, terrifying mask. Mm. This terrifying mask, and then when it's on the screen, you're like, "Oh, that's fucking gay." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I I feel uh, the Haunted Mask. It just they tried too hard to make it something it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Granted, it was the like the first special. Yeah, and so I, mean, I so I can I I'll I'll you know give them I'll give them that it's the first special, but it just didn't translate well. You can tell like they tried too hard, and from for me like the haunted mask part one was not very enjoyable. I mean, it was still enjoyable to be able to kick back and have some nostalgia, but it wasn't as enjoyable as it was when I was little. And 
even then I just they tried too hard. Yeah, well, it wasn't like it should have been. Yeah, and it it didn't really age well. Yeah. So like it um it's it's kind of cringy now. Now, a night in terror tower doesn't have a lot of that cringe factor to it. I mean, it, it the acting's a little the acting's well, but the acting's a little shitty. But like, other than the video quality and, and the shitty C- like, CGI, like literal pixels per inch. I mean, that could have been something that was aired yesterday. And I would yeah. just be like, wow, that was just kind of a shitty movie. Yeah, it, it does, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I made the comment, the our last episode about it being, uh, these being like B-rate horror movies, so, mm-hmm. or B-rate films, period. So, I mean, I'm not upset about it, but yeah, I, I think Night in Terror Tower is definitely in my like top three of all the Goosebumps stories, period. Alright, so, out of 10 towers, what's your score? Just because, again, this was biased speaking, just because it's one of my favorites for growing up and it still held my attention throughout the entire movie, even now, I'll give it a solid 9 out of 10 towers. As now, far as Goosebumps movies. I was going to say, now we're talking on Goosebumps, right? Yeah. Okay. As, as far as Goosebumps movies, I, I it's definitely one of the top ones. As far as horror movie goes, it's definitely not anywhere close to the top for yeah. me. Um, for me, I would probably give it about five towers. Now, that is because, to me, the concept, even as a kid, wasn't really scary. No, and I with, mean, it's not. And, and, and what when I watched Goosebumps, I'd be like, I'm going to watch this volcano scary show that my parents <laughs> say no, you know. Yeah, well, um, you can't watch that, mate. Yeah. Yeah, and so like... You ain't sleeping with us tonight if you get scared. I Yeah, and I, <laughs> I can't really rate it as high because um, just going back to one we've already reviewed, Haunted Mask, when I was a kid, yeah, that scared me. Because the um, it was the man's face with the, the his his face degrading and like the way he was, like he's always yelling and shit. And I'm uh, like, damn. I can't remember which yelling? one. I mean, I, I we're as long as it's on Netflix or we can get a hold of him, we're gonna be, you know, popping back in and out of uh, goosebumps. So, but I, I can't remember which one it was. But there was one that as a kid absolutely terrified me but i cannot remember which one the one that really really scared me as a kid was uh stay out of the basement that one might be one of them that was the one where the the dad had he was doing the genetic experiments with plants and stuff possibly sorry devmo we can't talk right now do not disturb we're doing a fucking podcast man don't fucking call me don't fucking call me. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, that's uh, that's a night in terror tower. So speaking of the future, um, like Rowdy said, we're basically going to kind of follow a pattern of, well, from now on, a Goosebumps episode, then some random movie, Goosebumps episode, random movie, Goosebumps. And 
so on and so forth, just to kind of stretch it out and give a little bit of variety, a little bit of spice in your life. Yeah, because everybody needs that nostalgia. Yeah, and but we don't want to, we don't want to just beat you over the head mm-hmm. with constant goosebumps. I know that'll get extremely boring, extremely fast. So we are definitely going to start, uh, like, bouncing back and forth, and it might not be every other episode being a goosebumps. We might do a couple of different movies, and then do a Goosebumps ep- episode or we might, you know, do two Goosebumps episodes and then, you know, three, four movies and then a couple more. We haven't really decided how exactly we're going to split it, but like I said, as long as we have access to Goosebumps, we are going to hopefully do at least all of the specials and maybe some of the just regular episodes. Yeah, and... uh if you have any recommendations on how we should, you know, travel this path forward, uh, go ahead and hit us up on Facebook. It's uh, Beers and Fears something. I don't fucking remember. I'm in. I'm in. I'm currently in the process of moving, and so like all my all my notes are packed up because I it's didn't think we'd be recording. Oh yeah, yeah. Beers and Fears podcast. Um, just go search the page on Facebook. Um. Let us know. Well, um, you send us a message or post on our page. Me or Tucker will definitely, you know, thank you or talk to you. Yep, yep. And we also have a Twitter. It's at Beers and Fears Podcast, I believe. Um, I'm sorry if he comes over here real quick. Hold on. Um, so, also, we um, we also have a Gmail. If if you don't like using social media and you say fuck that, I don't want to do it, we got an we got a Gmail. It's beers and fears podcast at gmail.com. Go ahead and shoot us a message. Let us know what you think. Um We need to know if you guys like what we're doing, if you hate what we're doing, if you have suggestions, we really need to know. We we can't you know we we, we can't do better for you guys, if if we don't know what you guys want, what what you guys want, yeah, definitely. And to top it off, in the show notes, we have a little link in there that goes to listener support. Now, what listener support is? It's kind of like a subscription. You pay, you know, a certain monthly amount, and it really helps us out. Um, as you guys know, we don't really have sponsors yet, and um. As you can tell by by the not the best audio quality, I don't I don't have a computer at the moment, so doing this all on my phone, um, that would help get us to that spot, um, help improve the quality of the podcast and improve the consistency of the podcast, and ba- also another basically ha- help on all fronts, and uh, you can do as little or as much as you want. Hell, if you don't even want to do it, or if you can't do it, just listen. Go ahead and shoot over to Apple Podcasts or... Whatever your podcast network of choices. And if if it's available on your podcatcher, go ahead and give us a rate of five stars. Well, be honest with that. Um, 
be honest with your review, but you have to leave five stars. We won't or, accept anything less. Yeah, or you can go fuck yourself. You give us five stars and tell us we're the worst on the planet. I don't give a fuck, but it better be five stars, guys. Uh, real quick, I, I, I want to apologize to you guys about not being able to upload, you know, weekly, like, what we're wanting to do currently, because there for a while, Tucker was dealing with, like, shit schedule at work with it constantly changing, and as soon as he got that sorted, my schedule started fucking being all stupid, so I went from one of us being good to go, and the other one not, to literally flip-flopping, so the other one's good to go, and now I'm not, so, but I think we have it kind of figured out to how we can get it and do it, and we should be able to start posting weekly, which I'm super stoked about, uh, also, we're thinking about doing a giveaway, yes, yes, we are, um, I've been thinking about doing a giveaway of possibly some branded merchandise that actually has function. No, it's not just a t-shirt. No, it's not just um, a hat. It's not a a poster. It's not. It's not bullshit. Um, Like maybe, maybe a micro fridge so you can keep your brews at the desk with you. Maybe a cooler, you know, things like that. And it's all going to be Beers and Fears branded. And what I need you guys to do is to stay on the social media pages. Keep your eyes on there. Because when I announce that, it's only going to be for a week. And everyone that participates, it's only going to be for that week. And we're never going to do that same item again. Yep. And it's going to be literally one of a kind. And so... We need you to be very active on the pages and get ready because it's going to come. And I'm not going to tell you when, so you have to keep checking. And when we <laughs> say one of a kind, it will literally be a one-off. Yep. Me and Tucker will not have this item either. Nope. It will be a strictly one-off. Yeah, it's going it, It's going to be very, very special. Um, we hope you guys are excited for it as I am. Um, and, and no, it's not going to be a pay to play kind of thing. You know, it's going to be one of those, you know, like shares and tags and stuff like that. So you don't have to pay or anything like that, but we need you guys to, um, keep the ball moving. And, um, I'm going to put a, um, a cap on it. Like we're not going to do the giveaway until... We hit, you know, uh, 500 people on the page or something like that. Yeah, 100 yeah, people yeah. on the page. And so what's going to happen is once we hit that mark, we're going to do the giveaway and it's going to last a week. So we need you guys to share this to as many people as possible. Share the episodes. If you like certain episodes, share those. Share the page itself. Um, share our Twitter, things like that. Uh, uh also, another thing with Facebook, let us know if you want us to start having video. Granted, it will not be the best quality video currently, but if you want us to record the episodes 
Yeah. On video while we are actually recording these episodes. Let us know. That's more than... that. That's something we are more than willing to do if you guys want it. Yeah. Uh, very, very exciting things are coming to the Beards and Fears podcast. And um, we want to bring you guys with us. So Yeah, and we actually might have a special episode for you guys in the near future. Yeah, yeah, here pretty soon. So uh, keep your eyes open, keep your ears open, keep your pockets open. I don't know, keep it all open. Keep your legs open because we're coming in hot. This has been the Beers and Fears podcast. We'll catch you guys later.